This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. When personal investments exceed personal goals and the retirement fund is bigger than your retirement dreams is when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Primetime Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Investment Advisor with RBC Wealth Management. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Canada's Only Money Show dedicated to those of you 50 plus and your overall investment tax and estate planning. And your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. We've been saying this on Primetime Money Show since 1992. That's right, 30 years. We've been uh, doing this program each week. You're going to hear from our special guests, and and they'll give us a look into the uh, bond and the stock markets, how they're performing, and what sectors we should focus on. Also joining us, we'll have estate lawyers uh, who go over will planning, probate powers of attorney, family law, and accountants who will help us with tax planning and strategies to minimize the tax you pay. All in all, it's a show about full wealth management. Also, each week, we're going to have great information for you to learn more. And this week, uh, we just completed a tremendous workshop with Allison Pangs. Now, Allison is our um, estate uh, specialist. She's um, she's a trust advisor with Royal Trust, which is part of our uh, company. And she specializes in estates and um, and advising. And, and what they do is uh, Royal Trust that gives you a... Um, a trust service in terms of executor services um, that that you can hire them as your executor. And she had some great insights um, for the meeting on wills, probate, powers of attorney. How to ch- and, and the biggest one was uh, the questions were choosing an executor. That's what's really difficult. Um, and, and and when, you, when she went through some of the um, different um, examples of people that they're dealing with, it's a crucial, crucial decision when you, you choose an executor because of the, especially today with people with complex um, um, businesses, people with, uh, even um, people who don't have complex businesses, they have complex amount of accounts now. You could have a TFSA, an RRSP, you could have a Lira, you have a Lyft, you have um, open accounts, you have, um, could have a trust account. When you put all those together, someone has to take care of all that at the end of the day and, and distribute it and understand the taxes on it and then be, you know, be timely and understand what all of these types of items are. So it's a very difficult decision to make. And it's important um, to know what's involved with it. So they have put together a, a, a report called What Exactly Are the Duties of an Executor? So, like, when you're choosing something, what do they have to do? Well, there's a guidebook on it, and they've put it together from Royal Trust. And these guys are the leaders in Canada with uh, trust services, right? So, um, if you'd like to uh, get a copy of this, I think it's crucial. If if you're in the process of looking at your estate or involved in estate planning right now somewhat, or uh, it's something that you, you have on your shelf that you need to do, and you're having a difficult time, perhaps, choosing an executor. And it's not always, uh, you know, just choosing a spouse or it's not always about just choosing your kids. There's a lot involved with this. And sometimes the spouse or the kids, you know, once you see what the duties are, you know, maybe it's better to choose someone else or choose somebody that would be able to handle the process a, a little bit better for you. So you need to get your hands on a copy of this. So all you got to do is call Dominique and uh, she'll send you out. It's called Royal Trust Duties of an Executor Guidebook. And the number to dial is one 891 Twenty six thirty seven. That's one eight six six 
891-2637 for the duties of an executor. And it's crucial for your estate planning. And those of you who are um, listening now but couldn't make it to the uh, the WebEx, if you'd like to get a summary of uh, some of the notes that we talked about, you can also ask um, Dominique for that. And uh, what we did is we went through the full, um, you know, wills, probate, powers of attorney. Now, powers of attorney, um, remember, the difference between that and the will is you're still alive. And um, in these cases, um, when when you're dealing with powers of attorney, you're thinking about, you know, if something happens to me, who's going to take care of me in in this situation because I'm alive now? And that's a crucial um, question as well. And the other part is when you're doing estate planning, you're thinking about, so thinking about somebody else, you're thinking about your heirs and who's going to inherit your money. So one side you're thinking about yourself and the other side you're thinking about someone else and you're thinking about your heirs. So it's two different processes, but all part of estate planning. So it's, it's, it's two different areas where you have to be, especially today, um, more and more um, focused on, on, on what you want to do and what you want to have happen because there's more and more, you know, I'm seeing it because a big portion of of our business is involved with people who are at or in retirement or well through retirement. And now we're getting into the estate planning process and more and more when I'm talking with different lawyers, as I'm doing every day and the state planners, we're finding more and more litigation is going on with, with families because why? Because estates and the amount of money that people have has gone up tremendously specifically because of the the value of uh, real estate and their property. And you know, the stock market has done so well. So uh, it's important that you, you focus on this and, and get everything set up the way that you want to have it happen. Otherwise, there's going to be, um, you know, you're setting up um, people for a, a lot of difficulty here. And, uh, you know, we're seeing it every day. So, please. Okay, how would you like to get a steady 6% regular income on your investments? Sounds exactly what we need in this perfect for this kind of a market that we have here today. Stay right there. Chris Mahaney of BMO ETFs will fill us in on covered calls in Canada. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Prime Family. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money. And joining us now is Chris Mahaney. He's a director and portfolio manager at BMO Global Asset Management. And we asked Chris to come on today to to, uh, show us different ways to grow the income on our portfolio. Hey, good morning, Chris. Thanks for joining us here today. Good morning. I guess uh, the first question that we have is, um, what are the BMO Enhanced Income Covered Call ETFs and, and how do they work? Sure. Essentially, you know, the way we build these enhanced uh, income portfolios are designed for equity-oriented investors that that really have an income tilt or an income objective. Um, And so we start by building the portfolio similar to any other equity-based ETF or or mutual fund. We put together a portfolio of equities, of stocks across sectors, diversified across sectors, generally with an income tilt or a dividend-paying tilt. Um, and once we have that portfolio established, then we add on what's called the, the covered call option overlay. And what that does is essentially trades away uh, a little bit of upside potential in order uh, in exchange for current income today. Now, how do the covered calls create the additional income, uh, you know, over top, you know, underlying that uh, portfolio that you have there? Sure. And maybe we can walk through an example. Let's assume I had 100 shares of Royal Bank stock. And Royal Bank is trading at around $130 right now. Uh, what the covered call overlay does is it will sell a call option 
uh, against that same stock. So we would sell a call option with a strike price of, let's say, $135. And what that does is it gives the buyer the right to buy Royal Bank from the investor for uh, $135, whatever that strike price is. And in return for selling away that right or that option, the fund would receive uh, a premium. Let's say it's around $2. So by holding that Royal Bank stock, I've sold a call option against it. I've generated $2 of income in my portfolio um, in exchange for that uh, obligation to tr- sell it away if that stock reached a higher price. And again, in this example, $135 is the example. So we're holding stock, we're collecting dividends on it, and we're selling these call options to generate that additional premium in the portfolios. Oh, okay, I get it. So, so given you know, what's happening right now, Chris, and the volatility in the markets, you've got rising rates and you've got inflation, is now a good time to be buying these covered call ETFs? And does the volatility affect the call premium prices? Right, right, exactly. And it it certainly does. And that's why we have a lot of investors really looking at these type of portfolios right now, as you say, with the volatility in the markets. Um, A stock price's volatility or expected volatility is the primary input into the options pricing model. And so the more volatile a stock is, um, the, the more valuable these options are worth. And so, you know, typically investors, they hear volatility in the markets. They generally want to stay away from that. Um, this option overlay strategy is one of the few ways investors can actually monetize the volatility that's in the markets and take advantage of it and actually have it work in their favor. So, again, when volatility is a little bit higher, those call option premiums we're generating can, can be a little bit higher as well. And then, of course, with rising rates, you know, kind of hurting fixed income holdings, investors are looking for other ways to generate that cash flow. Inflation being high, you know, investors are really looking at yield-oriented solutions that are something different than just holding that fixed income, which is really selling off right now in the market. And so this call option overlay, we find, for investors that are willing to take on that equity-type investment risk is a great way um, to earn that income outside of, uh, you know, that traditional fixed income and, and being able to take advantage of volatility and, and get in, get ahead of uh, inflation as well. Yeah, you got to generate some sort of a return today, and it's very difficult given, you know, the backdrop of what's happening in the markets, of course. So uh, exactly. looking for alternatives. And the bond market is, is down, you know, in the United States, it's actually down probably more than the stock market is. That's right, yeah. yeah. In some cases, we're down around 10% uh, in the fixed income yeah. world right now. So it's, so it's very, you know, it's very difficult to, uh, you know, generate some sort of return. Now, we wanted to talk specifically about, um, you know, a category or a sector of covered calls that, that you guys really like right now, and uh, just give us some details on that. Sure. The one that we think um, looks pretty attractive right now is our high-dividend covered call Canadian Equity ETF, ZWC is the ticker, Okay. Um, C stands for Canada, and really this is a dividend-based portfolio of Canadian equities, again, diversified across sectors, so you're not, you know, uh, concentrated overly in any one sector, and it gives you broad exposure to Canadian equities that are paying uh, a decent level of dividends, and so, you know, Canada has a lot of things working for it right now, in particular, the energy sector with oil trading where it is. Um, but also other commodities and resources as well, which Canada has a lot of and, and, and exports um, to, to, to the world as well. So we think that one is a great place to be, Canadian equity, um, but with that dividend tilt and, again, with that covered call overlay on top of it, you're getting great returns from those uh, sectors I just mentioned, but you're also getting that high level of income 
um, and it tends to be very tax-effective income as well. Okay, now ZWC, that's the ticker, and it trades on the stock exchange. This is an exchange-traded fund, folks. So you can buy it and sell it during the day, and it it would have a management fee associated with it. Now, that one, what would it be paying right now, um, Chris, in terms of of a current yield? So it's paying a little bit over 6% right now. And so there are two sources of income as we've been discussing here. There's the dividends from the underlying equities that we're collecting. Um, and, you know, that generally is in the range of around 4% dividend yield, okay. um, 3 to 4% dividend yield. And then the option overlay on top of that generates around another 3% or so on an annualized basis, 3 to 4%. It's, it's a bit of a moving target. Right. Um, and so... You know, put that together, you're getting, a, again, a, a pretty decent yield. You're getting around 6% getting paid out to you. Um, and then hopefully you get a little bit of uh, capital gains as well on top of that through, through market growth. Now, that yield, if, uh, if, uh, if someone's investing in that ZWC, how, how regular does it come? Monthly, once a year, quarterly? Yeah, we pay monthly distributions on our covered call ETFs. Okay. Again, for income-oriented investors, generally they want to see that income coming in. Um, you know, each and every month. And we try to make it um, predictable as well. We don't change the rate too much. However, we do want to only pay out what we earn. Okay. So there can be a little bit of variability from month to month, but we try to keep it somewhat predictable as, again, we, we, we understand investors, you know, once that uh, distribution starts coming in, they start to rely on that on a regular basis. So we don't want to change that up and have too many surprises. Um, but again, it's a monthly distribution. Um, and we will reset it where we need to, um, if we need to. Oh, that's great, um, Chris. I know you're busy, I, and I know you guys have a whole stable of um, covered call ETFs, so hopefully uh, we'll get you on again real soon, and we'll talk about some other sectors that you have uh, the covered call ETFs in. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be great. All right, Chris. Thanks again. Thank you very much. Okay, that was Chris McHaney. He's a director and portfolio manager at BMO Global Asset Management. This show is sponsored in part by BMO Global Asset Management. Remember, commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with investments in exchange-traded funds. Please read the ETF facts or the prospectus of the BMO ETFs before investing. Exchange-traded funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated. For a summary of the risks of an investment in BMO ETFs, please read the specific set-out BMO ETF prospectus. BMO ETFs trade like stocks. They fluctuate in the market, and they may trade at a discount to their net asset value, which may increase the risk of loss. Distributions are not guaranteed and are subject to change or elimination. BMO ETFs are managed by BMO Asset Management which is an investment fund manager and a portfolio manager and a separate legal entity from the Bank of Montreal, which is a registered trademark of the Bank of Montreal used under license. Okay, you want to learn more about money? Then learn from the master, the money master. It's a new book. And the author, Sandy Young, will be joining us with her top four tips. Stay right there. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Primetime Money. We're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money. And joining us now is Sandy Young. Sandy is a self-directed investor who successfully generated a six-figure investment portfolio and owns several real estate properties. As a keynote speaker, she teaches female millennials how to invest in the stock market and real estate. With her award-winning book, The Money Master, Sandy has been featured in 150-plus media outlets, including Forbes, Global Mail, Toronto Star, NBC News, and the most famous right now, Primetime Money. Hey, good morning, Sandy. Thanks for uh, joining us on the show today. Thank you, Richard, for inviting me today. I know you have uh, a, a new book out with 
packed with information. I guess we want to just kind of hone in on a couple of parts of uh, of the book right now. So why is it important to create multiple streams of income? Yeah, I think that it's important uh, for Canadians to have multiple streams of income because during the pandemic, we saw that when Canadians just relied on one source of income, probably their full-time job, many of them got laid off. Uh, especially in the hospitality and tourism industry, airline industry, and they had to rely on government assistance. Um, and there's many ways to create income, whether it's investing in the stock market, investing in real estate, maybe even starting your own business if you have a passion and talent for something, or freelance writing. And there's just so many different ways to have different revenue streams. And that way, it can ultimately help you have a safety net, reach your financial goals faster, and to be able to sleep better at night. Yeah, that's for sure. Now, in your book, you talk a little bit about real estate. How can real estate investing help people grow their uh, income and their wealth, of course? Yeah, so although the housing market is skyrocketing here in Canada and home prices are at a all-time high, I still believe that there are plenty of opportunities for Canadians to still get their foot in the door. And again, there's many ways to do this, whether it's through um, being a a landlord and having tenants and earning rental income, through uh, property appreciation, investing in REITs, the Real Estate Investment Trust, or even um, new services such as Addy and Buy Properly, where you can get a piece of the property pie and start building your real estate wealth that way. Now, how can couples work together uh, with their finances? For those who are in a relationship, I strongly believe that it's important to have an open and honest um, conversation about money, even though it may be really challenging to do so. And for my husband and I, we have a non-judgmental environment. And every month we review our bills, you know, we go through our credit cards, and we see if we are on track of our household budget. And even on a quarterly basis, we keep track of our net worth to, to make sure that we are you know, on track of reaching our financial goals. So you got to keep focusing on uh, the, the goals at the end of the day. That's, that's the whole point, right? Exactly. Now, um, now, when you're looking at overall investing and you're looking at uh, your book and, and what you're talking about there in terms of uh, mastering the money, how can investors learn more about the book and about yourself and what you do? Yes, yeah, so for the book, I published um, The Money Master, Inside Secrets on How to Grow Your Money and Stay Safe, specifically for Canadians who, who are trying to find a way to build their wealth so that they can become financially successful and to help provide for their families and leave, leave um, a legacy. So um, with this book, um, you can find it online on my website at Sandy. Yong.com. That's spelled S-A-N-D-Y-Y-O-N-G.com. And I also have it on Amazon. Um, the Kindle version is available there. Yeah, regarding uh, real estate, Sandy, um, what, what kind of real estate things have you done? Like, what kind of real estate investing have you done in your, uh, in your business? Well, for my husband and I, we are real estate investors. And okay. we specifically focus on 
buying um, condos and even pre-construction condos. And we rent it out to long-term tenants. Okay. And we rely on the rental income to pay down our mortgages and also um, having the property values increase over time. And this is something that has worked well for us. Although, you know, obviously being a landlord comes with many responsibilities yes. and things come up you know, different types of problems come up all the time. So we're always on our feet thinking of ways to problem solve and ensure that our tenants are happy at the end of the day. Is it a difficult uh, process to find tenants? Um, it can be, but we, you know, follow um, you know, standard guidelines and ensure that we do our due diligence just because, you, you know, obviously most most tenants are reliable, but you never know there could be a bad apple here too. So we definitely have a screening process. They fill all the proper forms, provide all the documentation, um, reference letters from their employers, okay. uh, credit score checks and all that. So um, we interview them and make sure that we get a good feeling. Um, and so that way we um, have a mutually beneficial relationship. Now, when you're buying pre-construction condominiums, what should somebody be aware of? Like how long, like the the process? Does it take a long time to uh, the process to go through, or and should they be wary of delays and that type of thing? Yeah, I'm, I am currently experiencing um, a delay due to the pandemic okay. um, with one of our properties in southern Ontario, and um, you know whether it's work shortages, material shortages. Um, you know, d- delays in shipments and all that. So uh, I was supposed to have um, a condo where we could have a tenant move in about a year ago, but now it's been delayed because of unforeseen circumstances. So um, luckily, it's not our primary residence, and so and and fortunately, the property values have gone gone up significantly. So we are benefiting from that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I would also add that uh, the Bank of Canada has recently raised their interest rate. So um, we have been trying to lock down um, our mortgages just so that we aren't paying uh, a premium um, on our, our mortgage payments. Okay, that's great, Sandy. I know you're really busy there and uh, doing what you do. And, and, and thanks for taking the time to join us and uh, have a lot of success with your, with your book there. Perfect. Thank you so much, Richard. All right, you take care. Thanks, you too. Goodbye. Okay, that was Sandy Young, and she has um, given us three copies of her book to give out. So if you'd like to be put into the draw for one of the books, all you got to do is call Dominique now, 1-866-891-2637. That's 1-866-891-2637. You can call right now or call right after the show, and that's for the Money Master book with Sandy Young. Wow, that was a fast show. We're all done for today. Went by so fast. So join us next week when Stephen Kim, who's a portfolio manager for QV Investors, they manage money for IA Clarington, and Vishal Patel, who is a vice president and portfolio manager at Dynamic Funds. They're both coming on to talk about how the Canadian stock market is outperforming the U.S. stock market right now. So remember, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our podcasts are on Apple Music and Spotify. See you next week, folks. I'm Richard Infantino. You're listening to Primetime Money. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.